Hashtag SAFMBTH. And here's the thing, though, about that story. Let's be honest. Is that the reason that there will be all of the suspicion around it, um, unfortunately, Mr. President, as well, and I see the presidency spokesperson as well saying that the president didn't have an obligation to, to report um, um, an obligation to report the money or declaring the money coming into the country, um, which I think is, um, is, is plausible, right? But here's the thing, though, is that when this incident happened in 2020, it was never reported to the police. Like in Seiguti, I'm reporting this matter to the police for the police with the intention for the police to investigate what has happened here? The president claims that um, by by speaking to one of um, one of um, the the um, the head of the head of security, head of his security, that that constitutes reporting. The other thing is we didn't know about this story up until Arthur Fraser revealed it. Whatever intentions Arthur Fraser had with the story, he's revealed it. He's revealed some information that was hidden from us. And, of course, there's an issue around what the exact amount is because the amount that he has in, in that affidavit is far more than the $580,000 that, um, that the president knows of or spoke about. Because, remember, he also issued that um, as part of the evidence that he gave to the independent panel. Panel's report was the invoice the invoice that Mr. Ndlovu made out to Mr. Mustafa, $580,000. So there are all of these questions that people have and all of the suspicion that, has, that people have because there has been this veil of secrecy around this story as well. And that's the reason why some people are so suspicious and have all of these questions that they're asking. But speaking about the president, he will announce his decision around his cabinet reshuffle later on this evening at around five, around 7 o'clock. Rather. The cabinet reshuffle has been imminent for the past few months now, as some positions have been vacant. And recently, uh, David Mabuza resigned from his position as the country's deputy president. What can we look forward to tonight? SABC News political reporter Samgela Maseko now joining us on the line. Samgela, who's been receiving phone calls? calls and who hasn't been. Good afternoon. <laughs> well, Aldrin, at this point in time, it's not yet clear who's uh, been receiving those phone calls and who hasn't and who hasn't been receiving those phone calls. We do know that uh, some deputy ministers and some ministers have been making their way to Parliament for the parliamentary week ahead as they are reporting back to the various committees where they've been called by the various portfolio committees in Parliament. But we do know that uh, Paul Mashakile will definitely be announced as the deputy president of the country later on this evening when the president announces those changes to the executive of the country. We also do know that the likes of Zigalala are due for ministerial or deputy ministerial positions. The likes of Park Sa, who have been sent to parliament as well, and Marupin Ramoko by the ANC's second deputy secretary general, who's also tipped for a ministerial post. But also, the president has now the leeway through section 92, subsection 3, to appoint two more non-members of parliament to the executive on the virtue that Ibrahim Patel has now been thrown in as a member of parliament. And also, you've got the minister of finance, Enoch Kodongwane, who has also been thrown in as a minister of, as a member of parliament, rather. 
Is there any indication, though, from the people who have been consulted and the conversations that are taking place, whether or not we will see a reduction in, in, in the cabinet and whether we'd see new faces in that cabinet as well? Because some people have been complaining about the same faces being um, uh, being appointed to those cabinet positions. I was actually saying now that I noticed in that interview that we did earlier on with the MEC for Agriculture that um, even uh, the likes of Angie Mutsecha, for instance, she's been in that position as basic education minister since 2009. We may see some entries of new faces on the ratio that the president can appoint two more non-members of parliament into the executive. The Youth League has been wanting a ministerial post or a deputy ministerial post. We may see one person from the ANC Youth League being propelled to the executive of President Sarah Ramaphosa. We don't know who, whether that will truly materialize or not, but there have been discussions around that. There have also been discussions of having someone who's fully equipped as an engineer to come up and take up one of the posts of whether it's the Minister of Electricity or take up the post as the Minister of Public Works and Infrastructure within the country. Those are various deliberations taking place through the alliance partners of the ANC who have said that you can't only deploy people on the virtue of that they supported the re-election of Cyril Ramaphosa as ANC president, that people must be appointed due to competency as opposed to their fractional line where they had drawn them from the ANC or before and heading to the ANC's 55th National Conference. A final one is based on the voice note that we just got now, but earlier on, one of our listeners speaking about appointing people who at least have a qualification in um, the field where they'd be a, a, a minister of is um, the conversation around the professionalization of the state. Um, and I wonder whether that conversation has found any any credence amongst um, those who are quite influential within the ANC to say that, as the as the ANC Youth League had argued before as well, that appointments can't just be based on on credentials, struggle credentials. Uh, you also have young people, energetic people, who also want to form part of of cabinet, and some people actually were educated in those fields. However, though, some people have said that you don't necessarily need the qualification to be appointed in those positions. That's a very huge topic within the ANC now, particularly when you look at the constitution of the local government and municipalities and the various metro mayors that were appointed. People were, very, were interviewed for those posts. They needed people with skills. If you did not have a post metric and if you did not have a post-degree uh, qualification or postgraduate qualification, you were relatively disqualified or pushed down the packing order of those who are gunning for those or for those narrow posts in the various municipalities across the country. So it does tell you that to a relative extent, the governing party does take the issue of deployment and deploying people with competency and skills very serious. When you look particularly with the reshuffle and the firing of Mkoli Sision Dama as the mayor of Mangawun, we look at the various selection processes that take place for the various mayoral posts during the local government elections within the country. It does say that the governing party is relatively serious about the issue of deploying its most capable to influential positions within government. Thank you so much for your time. Sam Kela Maseko, SABC News a political reporter. And of course, later on this evening at around, at around 7 o'clock, we will hear the announcement from the president on his cabinet and we will be taking it live here on SAFM as well.